Hello, welcome back. This is the Fresh Life Podcast, where we are committed to shaping a generation through life-on-life discipleship. Here's why this matters. We believe that discipleship changes people. We believe that Jesus uses our relationships to bring lasting freedom, joy, and transformation. So this whole series that we're diving into today, great time to tune in, is all about discipleship basics, what we want to be instilling in our disciples. So don't miss this amazing series that is going to equip you for intention in your discipleship relationships. Let's jump right in. Okay, we're back in the living room at Lisa's and we're just so excited for another episode. Um, Today on the podcast, we have Lisa Brown. Hello. (laughs) And Tara Weekamp. Hi. And I'm your host, Leah Peeper. So, okay, guys, let's just not waste any time. Let's just jump right into our very first series. This is so exciting. I'm so pumped that we're getting to talk about discipleship basics. This will be really good and um, kind of a refresher for us, too. So, guys, why is it good that we have discipleship basics? Why do we need these? You know, I think our goal is to be intentional and we want to approach discipleship and our relationships with purpose. And I hear all the time women say, how do you move from having a coffee date where you're just engaging in relationships with young women? And how do you turn it into like a multiplying discipleship where your life is truly being multiplied? And so I think that key word is intention. And so having basics of like a plan and just bringing materials and resources and what we say, do what you're doing and have those relationships because bottom line, it's all about relationship. But let's just take one step of intention and bring excellence Mm -hmm. and that just purpose that we bring is just going to help that young woman grow spiritually and be able to flourish more than if we're just in conversation. We're going to have a plan and a purpose. Totally. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. And just having basics gives us a little bit more focus too. There's so many things that could be potential, Mm -hmm. but when we talk about having some basics, it provides a structure and kind of a foundation that we can build on um, as we consider Mm -hmm. what is actual discipleship in our context. Yeah. There's so many things you could talk about. Yes. But having Mm -hmm. some foundational truths that we're trying to press in helps us bring a level of intention, purpose, and excellence to these um, relationships that we're in. I love that. And I do think when we talk to women, that's the biggest hurdle is women just don't know what to do. So Mm -hmm. yes, there's a million different ways we can approach these relationships because it truly is just bringing women into our own lives and walking through life together. Mm -hmm. But I think if you help people, they aren't going to do it if they feel like they don't know what to do. So if we can just start with just the basic things that we always want to be going back to, I think that just helps people have confidence and they're going to be more likely to go do it. Yeah. Yeah. So as we talk about these basics, who are these basics for? Well, I mean, I use them personally in my own Mm -hmm. life because it all starts with where we are. And if we're not doing it, then we're just manufacturing self stuff and Mm -hmm. it's not genuine and it's not authentic and it's not coming from that really sweet place. And so I go back to these same things and I've been walking with the Lord almost 40 years now, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And I still need to be reminded. And Mm -hmm. I know Reed and I have conversations all the time and it's just so easy to get off track because there is so much. 
but that's what the beauty is. This isn't hard. It's just Mm -hmm. very simple. It's walking with God, just being in his word, loving him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah. And I think to that, even in our mission statement, we talk about every woman and just really anyone who is wanting to be a disciple of Christ, um, to disciple other people in that also, I think the basics are helpful just to provide again, a structure and a framework. Um, and yeah, that like what Lisa's talking about, just kind of this thing that we can aim at as Mm -hmm. we're walking with the Lord ourselves. But then if you want to disciple someone, these are great starting blocks. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be discipled, these are great places to invite someone into. And so I just think really, and anyone, anyone can use these. And it's for everyone, because Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we can think that we're disqualified because we don't have a certain personality or we're not in a certain season of life. We were doing an event a few months ago and one of the young women said, well, I am raising kids, so this isn't the season of life for Mm me. And I just love that because it was so honest. But the amazing thing is she's at the perfect stage because there's so many younger women that would love to just come alongside of her as a mom and just see what that looks like. And so sometimes we think it's for someone else and we don't know that it's like, it's for us and that there's purpose. We grow because we're being obedient. And I know for me, when I'm meeting with different darling young women, I'm the one that walks away and I've Mm -hmm. been encouraged and I've, you know, been challenged and it's like my life is richer because of the young women in my life and I want that for all women Mm -hmm. yeah so basically what we're saying is these foundational truths are for you Mm -hmm. if you're listening they're for you and by being a disciple maker we're called into this mission to disciple others so they're Mm -hmm. for anyone so as we are talking about these basics we haven't even really said what they are so Lisa what acronym that we've come up with to describe it. So we love women and we want to invest in them and we want to be intentional to add value in what we're going to call pour into their life. So P-O-U-R. So our P stands for producing self-feeders of the word. So we are wanting to produce people who understand how to get into the word on their own um, and with others and the importance of reading the word of God and how to study that. Um, That's our first one. So P is produce self-feeders of the word. Yep. And O is open ears to listen and discern the spirit's voice. We long to be walking with him on a daily life, you know, in everything that we do, listening to him and following his leading um scripture often talks about what it looks like to walk with the spirit so we want to be walking with the Mm -hmm. spirit um and have our ears open to what his voice is calling us to do and so we want to teach our disciples to do this too Mm -hmm. and then the you is to understand who they were created to be and find ways to utilize their gifts Mm -hmm. there's nothing more fun than to help someone discover who god's made them to be and to learn more about who they are and what they have to offer. And then the privilege and the fun of walking alongside of them as they learn to utilize that and helping Mm -hmm. them find ways to just be able to give that away and to to serve and just be free and giving who they are away. Yes, Mm -hmm. you're so good at that. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's my joy. Mm -hmm. Nothing gets me more excited than to see someone start to understand that and then just 
when I get text messages or just the thrill of seeing their life come alive, there's just some something that's just unexplainable about mm-hmm. how much joy I get from that. And I just know God delights in that. Yeah. And our last one. And our last one is our um, relationships with people who don't know Jesus and to be able to help them find him. Mm-hmm. So just to constantly have all kinds of friends, um, even those that are outside of the church and would never want to come to a church or to a Bible study, but that we are just people who love people well and mm-hmm. are in relationship. So good. So those are our four basics that we'll go into on this whole series. We're going to dive deeper into each one of these. So if you feel like, oh man, I didn't get enough of that one, we're going to go through them. So don't, mm-hmm. um, don't fret there. But some of you who might be listening to this might be wondering, okay, where did you get those? Don't just let me frame my whole life around these things. Where, where did we come up with these? Yeah, I think we see them in God's word and we see them in Jesus's life, even as he goes about um, ministering and discipling those in the New Testament. You see Jesus operating out of an understanding of God's word and um, the truth that he brings. And you see him really um, helping others to experience God and hear his voice. And then he does. He teaches people like who they are. He renames certain people in the Mm -hmm. word. So you see it through Jesus's life. He's constantly caring about the lost. But then even just as you think through scriptures, um, I think we see it over and over all, all scriptures God breathed and is all tied together. I thought the idea of God's word, John 15 just resonated with me because it talks about the vine and the branches and how we need to be connected to him. And I think that's something that um, we know, but this this intentional and purposeful move toward being self-feeders of the word stems out of really connecting to the vine being, being at our source. Mm -hmm. So I think of John 15 a lot when I, I think of that basic. And I think of that one also for being a listener of the spirit, because Mm -hmm. if we're not connected to him in his word, if we don't know what Mm -hmm. his voice sounds like, we're going to be following all sorts of different voices and all sorts of different whatever might feel like truth, you know, like we need, we need his word and we need to be connected to the vine if we're going to abide with him. Mm -hmm. And Acts 1.8 says that you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Mm -hmm. And I think when you understand the power that's given to us, Mm -hmm. it's like stopping to be able to hear and to be able to discern what that voice is in the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And then when we understand that, it's almost like it's natural to have an overflow of understanding who you are and how to use your gifts. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you just are in step with his spirit. And so it's just kind of effortless. You just are living a life that's connected to the vine. And so you just naturally produce fruit. And um, I think you naturally become someone who just loves other people well, because it's not in our own strength. And I think all of this, it's like, we don't want to live out of our own ability and our own capacity. We want to live standing and clinging to the one who is the source of love and all those fruits of the spirit. Mm -hmm. And we want that to be evident in our life. And so I think really bottom line is clinging to the vine and allowing that power that's been given to us to, you know, flow through us. And Mm -hmm. then we do things we would have never even expected because it's God doing it. Mm -hmm. So good. Knowing these four foundational things that we want to carry into our discipleship, how do we as disciplers ourselves, how are we incorporating them in our discipleship? Mm -hmm. 
I think one of the things um, I love doing when I connect with women is just talking about the areas that they've seen God work in their lives. It kind of combines the understanding their story or their wiring with um, the being self-feeders of the word because I love like hearing where God's at work in their lives and then talking about how that connects and just opening the Bible. Sometimes um, we talk about the Bible, but we don't open the Bible. And that's one of my favorite things is to open it with the people I'm connecting with and just kind of point at things that are there. And sometimes that can be intimidating because we're like, oh, where did that happen in scripture? I don't remember that reference. But what I found a lot is when I'm in the Word, it's amazing how often God uses the things I'm studying that day in the conversations I have later. So you don't have to be a Bible scholar Mm -hmm. to be able to just open the Word, point at a verse maybe you read that day. And a lot of times women just seeing it on the page is powerful. And then when they can connect it, especially to kind of how God's wired them, I think that's a really fun combination of things. That's one of my favorite things to do. So good. Yeah, I see you actually practicing this. So this is real life experience from Terry. <laughs> it is. And I think what you said, it's not our opinions, but mm-hmm. it's truth. And we can have a lot of things to say and encourage and love, but when God's word speaks to you, you know, his words are illumined and you live differently because there's power in that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's where the trans, I mean, truly, when we're talking about fresh life, that is the fresh life mm-hmm. being in God's word. So we need to be in God's word individually, daily, that like you said, everything that's coming out of us is from him and mm-hmm. hopefully pointing back to him. But I know one of the young women I was working with, she's a director of a large church women's ministry. And she was just being honest. And she said, I love getting together, but honestly, I just need time to be in the word. Mm -hmm. She just was so busy with everything else that that was the thing that was lacking. And it just struck me. It's like, we can have all these wonderful resources and doing all these things together to help grow her. But we just needed to simply be in the word together Mm -hmm. when we were having our times together. And I could not believe the depth and the meaning and just the conversations and how much deeper they went because we were just digging in the word together. Mm-hmm. So good. I think for knowing our, our the you of our acronym, understanding who they were created to be and their giftings, um, I think practically this can look like just being in someone's life and watching them in their their world you know if they play basketball going to one of their games and just watching maybe they've got leadership abilities and that comes out as they're leading their team at a basketball Mm -hmm. game you get to be in their world and start to know their gifts really well and then you get to speak into how they can use those gifts Mm -hmm. in different ways well and leah you brought up something when we were doing a talk together and um i think so many times i go back to that same story of that young mom that didn't think she had anything to give it this season mm-hmm. and that we just encourage these young women just go hang out with these women just be in their life yeah. but at the same time you made the point because we were talking about this but then that older woman also needs to have time where she leaves her family and she goes and she's in your space and gets to know you yeah. and is willing yeah. to together sometimes it's at her house sometimes it's at yours and yeah literally life on life yes. not not just my life on your life but mm-hmm. your life on exactly mine too. and mm-hmm. you just said that was just really important to you and i think that's one of those things that we just want to highlight because right. sometimes we forget 
Just yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. it's those little things that speak so much. But mm-hmm. like the, w- there was one day you and I went shopping. Yeah. And we were going to go for an hour and it was like five hours. But <laughs> I got to know you so well because we spent time together. And mm-hmm. I heard like what you're thinking and what you like. And mm-hmm. it's like those are mm-hmm. just such simple things sometimes. And it's balancing having those times across the table where you're in the word. And other times literally mm-hmm. just going to spend time together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We talk about being known a lot or being seen. And I just think there's something when you know, something is about you, God has wired you a certain way and you have these quirks or whatever it is. And when someone else picks up on those, or when someone else sees you for who God has made you to be, it's unlike anything I've ever experienced, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that mm-hmm. is another piece where you don't get that sitting in a formal meeting. You don't get that Mm -hmm. just doing um, a checklist of things you should do for discipleship. You really get that when you're spending time in other people's worlds and when you're doing life on life and when you're opening the word and hearing their thoughts Mm -hmm. and and how they're processing things. Um, And I think too, like one of the things I've learned a lot with the um, opening people's hearts to hear God's voice is this idea that sometimes I want to like really invest or speak into something. And God is simply saying, just stop. Like, and so I'm practicing that. But at the same time, as I practice that, I learn how to help other people like practice hearing God's voice in the moment. I just think that piece of being known, like you guys were talking about is, is so huge. And we get to utilize, you know, listening to the spirit in that a little as well. But I think something we've been bringing up lately is just praying that we would be women who are curious mm-hmm. and that we yeah. would truly want to know people. Because yeah. there is just something that we come alive when someone sees us and wants to know us. Mm-hmm. We all want to be known, loved, and to belong. Mm-hmm. That's just part of our human nature. I just think when we are naturally, just because God's given us the curiosity that it's genuine again and that your relationships are deeper because you're being others focused mm-hmm. not on yourself, that yes. you truly care about that other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they can find some new flourishing, new rhythms of their life because you've called out gifts because you know them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. really special and just a unique thing that we bring to Well, I've said before, really, when I bottom line what mentoring is, it's bringing value to someone's life. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. It's like when you really want to get to know them and you're curious about their life and you're going to say no to things that are going on in your life in order to go hang out and spend time to get to know her. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who doesn't thrive under that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Such good care. I love that. So let's take a little second. I'm, we've already started sharing some examples of our own real life. Um, what are some real life discipleship moments of you being discipled into one of these four areas of the P-O-U-R? Yeah, I remember when I was on staff with Campus Crusade um, and I was helping lead a team and I had just had a couple babies and I'm trying to figure out what does this look like? How do I say no to things? Um, I really want to follow what God has for me and just what does that look like in this season? I had a woman named Nancy who offered to help coach me who offered to kind of, and it was from a distance. So I didn't get the life on life except for the times that we would um, see each other at big events that um, the ministry was doing, but she would call me every week and we would just process through like, who has God made you to be? And what are the things that you enjoy? And 
how are you hearing from the Lord this week? And just asked a lot of really intentional questions. But for me in that season, just that idea of understanding who I was created to be and utilizing that was so key. She really helped me kind of sift out some key pieces about how I'm wired and and what God created in me, which just as I moved forward through life and figured out what it looked like to be a mom and how to how to prioritize the right things, um, that was huge for me to be able to say yes and no to things because I understood who I was and and I was utilizing my gifts in my gifting areas and not just running at everything, which mm-hmm. was my tendency. That's so powerful mm-hmm. and really mobilizing you Yes, for what yes. you're called to do. I for love sure. that. Okay, as we wrap up this episode, what would y'all say to the woman who's never discipled before but is listening to this and starting to wonder if maybe she could go on this journey herself? Mm-hmm. I would say, would you just pray? And would you just start even today and just say, God, I don't know what I'm doing. I may feel totally not capable and don't have anything to give. And would you just invite him in? And would you ask him to give you um, his eyes Mm -hmm. for the people who are around you and his heart? And just start there. I would just say, really start by praying. Yeah, that's so good. I feel like just being able to have the eyes of the Lord in that process is so helpful and Sometimes he has people in our lives that we just haven't seen that way already. And just really making those relationships more intentional Mm -hmm. sometimes is the next step he has for us. And so just asking him to guide and direct that process is so huge. And I think what we have found is a lot of women, because we are so relational, we tend to move towards relationships, but that just with a little planning, a little preparation, just bringing in a few resources, even like what kind of questions you can ask when you're just having these relationships and having coffee. Mm -hmm. There's just so many ways that you just start small, Mm -hmm. but my biggest thing is just start. Mm -hmm. The easiest thing for us to do is just think that isn't, you know, for us or that we would have nothing to give. And you will be amazed if you just give Mm -hmm. God just a little bit of this and you just trust him. I have seen so many women just give a little bit and now they are the mom mentors for all these different groups and their life is so full and they have all these young women in their life and they would have never thought that they would be that, that woman. Mm-hmm. And they just started, they started with just the smallest step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's so true. And just even like, if you are listening and you're saying, I also think I need someone to invest in me. What does that look like? I don't know who to ask her. Is it awkward? And yeah, it is sometimes. It is sometimes <laughs> to just walk up and, and ask someone. But to your point, Lisa, you just start. You just take that step and invite someone. And it, it may be a yes and it may be a no. But I just think God honors obedience. And if that's something he is moving you toward, he's saying, this is something that I want in your life. I think that he's going to grow and shape you through an act of obedience in that. I agree. And I do think what we have seen that there's usually a person not very far away. That's either that person that would want to invest into your life or that you can invite into Mm -hmm. yours. And sometimes it's just stopping to just consider who are those people that are already there. Yeah. And it could be somebody that you're working with at the office and that you tend to be, you know, in the kitchen at the break talking to and maybe just taking that one step further and um, inviting them into mm-hmm. your life. And, and it could be that you already have a woman that you just call whenever there's certain 
things that are going on in your life and you've never considered her as a mentor. She's just a friend. And that's basically what we all think. We, none of us think of ourselves as a mentor. We're just a friend. But maybe just going to her and saying, I, I think you have invested in my life already and you're somebody I trust. Could we make this a little more formal and maybe start meeting on a regular basis? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it happens and you meet for a month and sometimes it literally is a lifelong relationship. Yeah. So guys, as we have just wrapped this up, we're so excited for this journey um, as we just run through these four discipleship basics that anyone can bring into their lives um, to help bring a little bit more intention. At Refresh, we honestly believe that discipleship is for the benefit of both people. Um, Proverbs eleven twenty five says that those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. So, so you're going to get so much life from just pouring your life out to other people. All right. Well, that wraps up our first episode of the Discipleship Basics series. I'm so glad that you were there. Those two are so wise and it's so sweet to learn and glean from their wisdom, right? Okay. I'm just undone. (laughs) Thanks for being a part of this with us. If this episode encouraged you or blessed you in any way, please let us know and leave us a review. We'll see you back here next week as we dive into even more of this Discipleship Basics series. See you then.